welcome to the Church of England's online service for Bible Sunday. The service will be led by chaplains from across the Diocese of Bath and Wells in the County of Somerset. I am Becky Cox, a chaplain of a community secondary school in Somerset. And I'm Mike Haslam, chaplaincy advisor for the Diocese of Bath and Wells, where we have over 300 chaplains of all traditions and denominations serving across over 150 chaplaincies. We are formed, inspired, challenged and sustained by our faith and our scriptures. And today on Bible Sunday, we give a special thanks for the Bible. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And, and also, also with, with you. you. Blessed are you, Lord our God. How sweet are your words to the taste, sweeter than honey to the mouth. How precious are your commands for our life, more than the finest gold in our hands. How marvellous is your will for the world, unending is your love for the nations. Our voices shall sing of your promises, and our lips declare your praise for ever and ever. Amen. Amen. Our hymn is Great is Thy Faithfulness.
come before our God of love to confess our sins. The word of God is living and active. It judges the thoughts and intentions of the heart. All is open and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we give account. So we confess our sins in penitence and faith. Your word convicts us. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Lord, have mercy. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. mercy. Your word commands us. Repent and believe the good news. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Your word assures us. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May the God of all healing and forgiveness draw us to himself and cleanse us from our sins, that we may behold the glory of his Son, the Word made flesh, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. We hear now from Femi, a hospital doctor in Western Supermare and a chaplain to the courts. I'm Femi Burala, um, a doctor at Western General Hospital. Um, I have recently followed up my interests in chaplaincy by volunteering as a court chaplain. We've got quite a lot of vulnerable people. Um, people who require um, to be listened to, to be helped, um, and to be accompanied in their journey. Um, I think, um, to a great extent, I've got a passion to, to give of myself to them. Um, and I think it's something I love doing. So I love being able to give myself to serve people, as it were. Giving of yourself will drain, will drain you if you've not got something to feed you. I've learned over time that my faith has been my most important asset um, in getting me refueled, seeing people as they are, loving people as God would love them. Uh, that has helped me to keep above the pressure, to keep, to keep getting the strength I need to make the journey.
from Isaiah 55, verses 1 to 11. Come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk, without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labour on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me, and eat what is good, and you will be delight and wretched of fair. Give ear and come to me, listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him witless to peoples, a ruler and commander of the peoples. Surely you are seven nations you not you know not, and nations you do not know will come running to you because of the Lord our God, the Holy One of Israel. For he has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and he will give he will have mercy on them and to our God for he will freely pardon for my thoughts and not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways declares the Lord as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sour and the bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but I will accomplish what I desire and achieve all the purpose of which I sent it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I have been a passionate and committed Christian for my whole life and the Word of God has been a real vital and sustaining part of my journey and relationship with God. However, I know that as a younger believer, this real um, passion for the Word could often mean that then I was very black and white about what the Bible said was or wasn't okay and then as a result, held myself and others to really impossibly high standards. One of the greatest gifts of being a chaplain and chaplaincy work for me has been walking with people through their lives, no matter what they're going through or where they might be in their journeys. We operate as a spiritual presence in a non-religious place. And as a result, we come across those who are in all sorts of situations and in the midst of all sorts of struggles. One of the passages that is speaking to me at the moment is the passage in Matthew 12, verses 1 to 8, where the Pharisees are trying to catch Jesus out and um, Jesus performs a miracle on the Sabbath and they talk with him and say, you know, technically that's work, so you're breaking the rules. Um, but Jesus' response to that, 
I just love. He says in verse 8, the Son of Man is Lord even over the Sabbath. Now what this says to me is that the Pharisees knew their scripture. They knew the law inside out, yet they did not really know the heart of the God who wrote that law. Then, instead of loving people, they used their law to bind people and to rank one another, therefore disregarding at times the loving Father's heart. I love the passage we've just heard of in Isaiah 55 because it talks of all people, everyone who thirsts and invites them to come to me. As a chaplain, I take this passage as a real challenge. Am I living out this truth? Am I showing that all are welcome? It is so easy as a believer who knows scriptures to look at the lives of others and make assumptions about them or judge their choices. Yet I believe God looks at the hearts of all of us, sinful and broken and needing to know his steadfast and sure love for us, however we might be living, no matter what choices we have made and say to us, all of us, come. Many non-believers I encounter look at the Bible as a book of rules from a God who will punish them if they mess up. But to me, the Bible is a love story. From beginning to end, it's about a father God who loves us, and chose us and pursued relationship with us at a great cost to himself. He is merciful and compassionate, gracious and loving, and will be found by all those who seek him. So let us be believers who know our scriptures, but also know the heart of the one who wrote it, so that as we live out our lives, we know that all are welcome. For me, chaplaincy is about recognising where God is at work in the world and joining in. It's about seeking God in our schools, hospitals, workplaces, communities, living and sharing God's love there, offering welcome, acceptance, love and grace without cost. Mm -hmm. Femi, in his Everyday Faith section, has spoken about the impact of his faith on his work as a doctor in hospital and on his call to be a chaplain to the courts. That's a faith lived out in the public square, just like Becky's is in school. Later in this service, Ewan will speak of his chaplaincy ministry at Hinkley Point C, the nuclear power station on the North Somerset coast. He serves a community largely made up of young men who sadly aren't always well represented in our local churches in Somerset. He meets them where they are, and listens, cares, prays and blesses the community. The last five years have seen over 40 chaplaincies established in Somerset. Many of these are in schools, businesses and organisations without any formal connection to faith. Places like the courts or Hinkley Point C. Yet they're coming to us and saying, can you help us set up a chaplaincy? Alongside this, hundreds of amazing people of faith are asking, if God is calling them to be chaplains. It's amazing to be able to live and share our distinctive and inclusive faith in the public squares as chaplains and to be there for everybody and perhaps especially for the most vulnerable. A young lad, a refugee from Syria, said to me a few weeks ago, when I was in year four, the chaplain helped me a lot. When I was angry, she helped. She had a big bear in her room and afterwards I felt happy. 
the prophet Isaiah calls us to listen that we may live. Like all Christian disciples, chaplains are called to listen to the scriptures and find life there. We also find again and again that the gift of listening is priceless and can bring healing and new life. A hospital consultant recently said to me, the chaplaincy gift of time and listening is not a luxury. It is essential. It is as important as sterile conditions in a hospital operating theatre. So seek the Lord where he may be found. Listen that we may find life. And give thanks for God's word of life in scripture. Let us affirm our faith. Christ, Christ died, died for our, our sins in accordance with the scripture. He was buried. He was raised to life on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. Afterwards he appeared to his followers and to all the disciples. This we have received and this we believe. Amen. Ewan Huffman, chaplain to Hinckley Point C, will now speak about the impact of faith and scripture on his ministry at Hinckley. Hello, my name is Ewan Huffman and I live in Creechheathfield, which is a little village outside Taunton, near where I was born. Um, I'm actually a Baptist pastor, seconded to the Church of England, employed by the Diocese of Bath and Wells and paid for by Hinckley Point C to be their lead chaplain, the chaplain to all faiths and none. Um, maybe you know that Hinckley Point is a huge nuclear construction site on the North Somerset coast. So I am the lead chaplain to 6,000 people in a workforce accompanied by many mental health first aiders up there. In one sense, I'm a one-man ecumenical movement and I think I am the first and the only salaried chaplain to the construction industry. So it's a bit of a pioneering role and has gone tremendously well and really was necessary during COVID. Um, I love my role because I'm right on the front line, which is actually where I want to be and, and I'm made to be. After 30 years in the pastorate, it's thrilling to be, if you like, a missionary into this context, an extension of your arms, an extension of the church, an extension of Jesus, being Jesus to people in their daily workplace. My remit is quite um, bold. It's I am therefore spiritual and pastoral care to all faiths and none. It is filled with opportunities and, and also along with those opportunities come the great challenge. How do you care for the well-being and the spiritual needs of uh, over 6,000 people? Um, I'm a mental health first aider and there are many others who are on site, but my remit is spiritual and pastoral care, which is slightly different and has been really, really needed during the last almost two years that I've been there with COVID and the crisis that people have been through. So the opportunities are also the challenges and I'm pleased to say that in the next three or four months I'm going to be joined by some volunteer chaplains who will be called associate chaplains who will work with me for spiritual and pastoral care and their local leaders who I've come to know over the years and they'll give some volunteer time so that's absolutely thrilling and it's interesting as I look back on going into ministry in the mid to late 80s what got me into it 
was I was in the electronics industry, just being a normal Christian in the workplace, chatting with people at lunchtime, sometimes praying for them and thinking, I'd like to do this more. And he's showing you, oh man, what is good? What does the Lord require of you? Go and act justly, love mercy, walk humbly with your God. That was a passage in my mind. Another one which was really important for me, well, Matthew 28, 19, just um, go to all people. Go, leave where you are and go. Um, and also the whole concept from the scripture of, the, of Christ being incarnated into people's community. And Luke 5, the calling of the disciples, go and let your nets down on the other side. And Jesus goes and enters their world and their workplace by the shore. And those were the things that encouraged me to go into ministry all those years ago. And yet, as many clergy do, you find yourself doing almost anything apart from what you wanted to do, which is be with people who are trying to find faith and make their way towards it. And here I find myself 30 something years on back where I started being a missionary with people who are not believers and trying to help them find their way and find Christ and be Christ to them. And I have to say, it's just the hugest privilege. I've probably said this about every phase of my life, but this could be the most significant thing that I've done for the kingdom yet. And I'm thrilled for the encouragement of scripture to just leave my comfort zone and go and be with people where they are. That's what's encouraged me. Hello, my name is Sean and I'm an Anglican and an assistant chaplain at the RUH where we offer care for people of different faiths and people of no faith. Let us give thanks for the gift of scripture and pray for all those who enable study and learning. Eternal God, in your goodness you have not kept silent, but revealed your nature to us in the scriptures to equip us for every kind of good deed. We give thanks for all who translate and distribute the scriptures and pray that through the written text, your people may be built up in faith and love. Lord, hear us. We give thanks for all whose learning interprets the scriptures and pray for scholars and theologians that more light and truth may break forth from your word. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We give thanks for all preachers, teachers and facilitators and pray that through the word proclaimed and shared, your people may grow in holiness and discipleship. Lord, hear us. We give thanks for all who read the scriptures in public, for all study groups and training courses and pray that through the study of the scriptures, your word may find a home in the hearts of your people. Lord, hear us. We give you thanks for all those who seek to live out the scriptures in their life and work and pray that those witnesses to God's message in challenging contexts for chaplains, ministers and disciples everywhere that all those who find themselves on the edge hold the centre of God's message in their hearts. Lord, hear us.
Gracious God, grant to us that, loving your holy word, we may adorn it with obedient and Christ-like lives, to the glory of your name. Amen. The Collect for Bible Sunday. Blessed Lord, who called all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, help us so to hear them, to read, mark, learn and inwardly digest them, that, through patience, and the comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the hope of everlasting life, which you have given us in our Saviour Jesus Christ, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Amen. We pray together as our Saviour has taught us. Our, our Father, Father in, in heaven, heaven hallowed, hallowed be your name. name. Your, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Thy hymn is, O Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder.
is Ruth Mason. I live in Bridgewater in Somerset and I'm the school chaplain at the Kings of Wessex Academy in Cheddar. The thing I like most about being a school chaplain is, apart from the fact that you never know quite how the day is going to go, um, it's just brilliant to be able to help, to be able to have time to listen to people, to listen to the young people, to offer advice wherever appropriate, but mainly just to be an ear, a sounding board, somebody for them to let off steam to. It's a fantastic opportunity. It really makes my day that somebody leaves my room in a better state than when they came in. I love that my job gives me the opportunity to live out my Christian faith at all times, to be an active Christian, to show God at work in this world. That's brilliant. It's not always easy, but it's a great opportunity. But my job also presents challenges. It's not always an easy thing to listen to somebody pouring out their innermost thoughts. Sometimes I deal with trauma, sometimes I deal with tragedy, and it's not always easy, it's not always simple, but I know that God is always there and listening and helping me to deal with whatever the problem is. And God will always provide me with the words to say because I trust him and I know that he is there listening as well. My faith provides an amazing amount of encouragement to do this job. There are times when it's very difficult, but I know that God is there with me, giving me the courage, giving me the strength to listen. And I think the biblical story that reminds me particularly of what I do is the road to Emmaus. Jesus joined those disciples and he walked with them and he listened to them. He didn't necessarily comment straight away. He didn't try to make everything better. He listened and he walked with them. And he went on the journey with them. And that's what I try to do. I journey with the people that I work with. I listen to them as we journey together. And I meet them where they are, where they are at, and I try to walk with them as they journey to a better place. And my faith tells me that I know that even when they feel totally unloved and worthless, they are loved. They are loved by God. And that won't ever go away because God knows that they can come through this. I'm just part of the journey. Our prayer of blessing, the word of life, which was from the beginning, we, we proclaim to you. you. The darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. The, the word, word of, of life, which, which was, was from, from the beginning. beginning, that which we heard, which we saw with our eyes and touched with our hands. We, we proclaim to you. For our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. 
the word, word of, of life, life which, which was from, from the, the beginning, beginning we, we proclaim to you. Go now in peace, knowing that you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring word of God. And to the blessing of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, be with you now and forever. Amen. Amen.